0: Welcome to the um, to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Um, we haven't done one for a while. Last one was, uh, was Phil Dolman before Christmas, so I think I've been really slack and he's nearly finished his testimonial year. Um, but obviously the boys are in the final and um, I thought I'd have a chat about it with Matt Jess. Evening. Excellent. Evening. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Um, so this is like not live, but it is live because we're not going to edit it. So don't be rude.
1: Yeah, happy days. No worries.
0: <laughs> so um, we'll get into the boys in a minute and, and the game this weekend. And let's let's talk about you. You're a um, couple of years into retirement, busy with coaching, yeah. and you've got a massive event coming up this summer.
1: Yeah, sure. That's right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'd say um, busy with um, bits and pieces of doing sort of with my own business. And then, uh, yeah, I saw an opportunity of um, speaking with uh Ex Council and uh using what I I probably count best as best as my home now sort of um uh I'm living in Liveson but obviously I'm about ten minutes well not even that five minute drive down to a Beach. Um so I thought about putting on a um yeah beach rugby tournament basically. Um it started off gonna be a full contact tournament and then <clears throat> the more and more I started to think about it, I was like, well actually I'd like everybody to have to get a go at it. Um, doesn't have to be a rugby player. Uh, could be anybody in the corporate world. could be you know, Joe Blocks, who's uh, I don't know, a, a chef in a pub or lightweights, whatever.
0: Lightweights. like me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 If, if you want to cruise off that, no problem. But, well, um, I'll tell
0: you a story it, in a minute that proves I'm a rugby lightweight. Um, and it isn't to do with the drinking on Saturday. It's to do with me and Neil Clark. But I'll tell you that in a minute. I don't want to interrupt yeah, sure. you whilst you're on your flow about the event.
1: No, um, so yeah, so um, yeah, so basically it's going to be a uh, beach rugby tournament and and it's going to be full contact. And in the end, I've, I've decided to go on. Actually, if I want everyone to be involved, let's make it a touch-based tournament. And that way, you know, the the risk obviously becomes a lot a lot less. Um, and it's been great. So, you know, we've started to get a take-up of um, teams now, some corporate teams which uh, are starting to come in. Um, I think uh, Darts Farm have got a team in there. I know Stag's estate agents have got a team in there. So, you know, it's, it's hopefully... Uh, starting to pick up with um you know people just I think it's you know people seeing it as a is a a decent event which is gonna have, you know, food, drink on the day and, you know, what's not better than being down at the beach but also having a game of rugby as well and or if not if not playing it then coming down to watch it. So you know, Just get some nice weather and you know, we'll be all right.
0: Plug the website and then we'll get into the
1: final. Yeah, no, UK. So, if you are a budding up and coming rubber player, if you've never played the game before but want to have a go, get a team registered. If not, come down, support the guys on the day. It's for three great charities RPA Restart, RNLI, and the RMA uh, R- R- Marines Charity, so um, Royal R- R- Marines Association. So, uh, yeah. Um, get, get yourself down there on the 29th and 30th of
0: June. I'm concerned now that um, the, the, the payment of plugging the event for you coming on the podcast is done now up front. So the advert's done and, and you're <laughs> going to leave me. now. Cheers. You don't want to talk about a boys. Let, let's get into it because you were there on Saturday in a lovely I blue love suit, I hasten to add. You looked very smart. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I, I want I'd, one of them. Very, very, very <laughs> smart. Um, so let's talk about, about, about lineup and, and boys. Do you think, and I don't have any inside knowledge um, no. and nor do you No, because um, no I one would tell me anything when I was there today um, uh, do you think Rob will change the team week on week?
1: Um, it, it's, it's a tough one isn't it because I was speaking to a few people after the game um, and you know as you do you speak to all supporters and so my, my biggest thing this week isn't really kind of getting the boys ready because they've played enough rugby this year and, you know, it, I think each individual has played enough rugby this year. But um, for me, it's like the coach's selection headache. So, you know, for yeah. example, you've got, um, you know, obviously Ollie Woodburn who sort of, um, uh, you know, obviously didn't play the weekend. and you've got um, obviously Cordero um, who's been absolutely mm. on fire this whole year. You know, obviously it's gutted to see him go, but, you know, uh, the cap is a cap and the, salary's the salary is a salary and he's gone to, um you know kind of be- better you know better his is, is, is or nothing not better as rugby because he's he's good at extra cheats, but you know, he's better in, he's rugby. Himself. yeah yeah exactly or his wage. And, <laughs> yeah maybe maybe yeah
0: um but Who do you drop not. for him, though? Because, you know, Jack Noll oh, is going to be there. cuffy has got, thing. is a lion. Um, yep. Slady, well, he ain't going anywhere. No, Devo going anywhere. No. is in. Uh, f- yeah. uh, but then let's talk about Tom O'Flatty, as opposed to those names that we know and love. Tom, we've been watching him in A-League for, uh, what, three years? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and he hasn't got a break. And I remember talking to Ali. I was there when they were taking the team photo. Me and Ali were getting moved along and along and along. It sounds like a, a me and my friend Ali story. It really isn't. Um, <laughs> you and your mate. You mean me and my mate Ali. Did, did you know I know <laughs> one of the coaches? I know Ali. Um, but no, me and Ali were getting moved along out of the shot. And um, we were talking and I was just like saying, "Hey, we're exciting this season, da da, da da normal stuff that you talk to a coach about. And I sure. said, I'm really excited about flats. And he said, why is that? And I said, well, because he's going well in A-League. He, he, he really is going to cut through this season and Ali's response typical coach response was well that's up to him you know he, he's he got to put the work in yeah. he yeah. makes the decision not me and uh, we'll see what happens and wow he's, he made the decision and he's made the selection yeah. decision this week hard and I bet Ollie Woodburn didn't enjoy watching that game
1: No I don't think I mean to be fair I've been um, uh, sat up in the stands obviously being a winger myself I'd have been sat there going well that's, that's me done next week so uh, <laughs> um, and you know I'll go on that fun bus on the way up so it's it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? You know, you give these players chances and they take them, um, which is great for the squad. It's great for Exeter Chiefs. Um, it's, to be fair, it is good for your um, uh, for your own personal development as well, in terms of if you're a player and, and he's in your position, because he, he only pushes you on to be even better and strive for better and, and not rest on your laurels. But I, I completely agree. It's, it's going to be a really tough decision. And to be fair, you know, the way that he played, you know, the try he took, he took it out of absolutely nothing. He you know, he didn't even step the last offense, obviously Dan Bigger and I'm I'm pretty sure Dan Bigger's no slouch. I'm not saying he's like the quickest guy in the team. But he just he's rounded him and he you know when he, the other guys tried to stretch out their arms and he kind of curved his back and you Yeah, know, the curve it was, was beautiful. Be
0: yeah that it was, was unbelievable. That was like, special. Yeah, that was
1: literally it's like a game of touch where you try and touch somebody and you curve your back and you completely miss it. And um yeah to be fair mate he, he I think he's I think he's pretty much solid I'd be I'd be quite surprised if um he's not in put it that way because and and it's like anybody you'd, you'd feel aggrieved you would you'd be like oh, you know but then i know these players some players have got credit in the bank so we used to call it as credit in the bank as in you know you might be injured for a couple of weeks but if you've been playing well uh, you know the coach is usually going to put you in but with it being such a final i i i can't see them moving too much to the side if they might move a couple of players but it, other than saying that i think they'd uh, you, you 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 back the horses that are there on there from from last Saturday for me, especially if there's no, no injury worries
0: anyway. And I'd expect that. Um, I mean, I saw Stino earlier, but I didn't ask him. And I'd expect that um, Simo will start at ten um, with 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 um, Steenson on the bench for firepower to come in. Nick will start at nine, and and that yeah. front row, you know, you you don't really want to play with that. Ben Moon, Jack Yandel, Harry starting uh, with uh, Luke, Alec, and Thomas to come on. I mean, that is some yeah. front row, and that's why oh, they've dominated I, uh, Saints two weeks <laughs> running.
1: It's like an all-international, well, it is an all-international front row. Like Apart from Jack
0: Yendall, which I can't believe he's not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. But, um, you know, Jack's led from the front this year. And I think people, you know, again, I spoke to a couple of people and they kind of said, you know, oh, that's going to be a bit of a decision, you know, England international versus club. But like, he's club captain, he's led it, you know.
0: And he has a big
1: way- eggy the way- head. The massive eggy head, completely, <laughs>
0: Uh Yeah. Um, uh, I, I can't, uh, we, we, the rules are: you just, give no respect. That's they're the just, rules, aren't they? Baldy,
1: Baldy, fine with me. I mean, Jack Jack just known as Baldy to me. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think um, w- with that being said, and, and the thing is, it, it doesn't matter which way you look at it, because for me, it's like you don't play them. Look at the firepower you have got coming on. So, for example, if Simo starts this weekend, I mean, there's no one better than you know Garsteinson who's of, well, you know, uh, to look at the points tally, look at the big games he's put, he's put kicks on. He's put kicks in. You know, he, he you know, he's 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 dead with the with the boot uh, with the with the boot, isn't he? So, at the end of the day, if you're going to bring somebody on, you know, why not bring Steenson mm-hmm. on? So, like, I could, I, again, you know, obviously he'd want to be starting. It wouldn't everybody? But I tell you what, what firepower you've got to come off the bench to try and either steady the ship or if you are chasing the game to try and chase the game and get some leadership on that.
0: So let's talk about Saracens. You know, mm. there's a team that have gone um, that have gone well uh, this season. obviously, they, they Mark McCall knows how to, to run that team, um, and is uh, you know a phenomenal coach and coach of the season sure. again. How do you think they're going to uh, going to come at Chiefs? Because Chiefs are going to go face play, kick to the corner, set piece. We know that's going to happen. How will yeah. they disrupt that?
1: Um, I, th- I think for me, I, I mean, I would probably be if I was. I'm just trying to think if I was be the coach in, in their camp. I'd be talking about discipline the whole time because um, you know there's a couple of ch- a couple of chances that we, at the weekend. You know, I thought you know uh, we we missed a couple of line outs from a, from a penalty. Um, we then when we got the penalty, we went straight for the corner, which is great. You know, it sets a really good thing. But then a couple of times, I was like, mm, actually, maybe we should have gone for the three. Then we went for the, for the corner, and then they scored a try. So it's kind of a bit like, well, actually, who am I to know? So if I was looking at that at Saracens, I'd be thinking, actually, discipline is going to be key because if we, if we do concede, you know, in the, around halfway, 22, whichever, you, you're putting yourself under risk either the the, the the points because we have got good kickers, but then literally our driving, you know, our, our, our driving line out for the last sort of, I've got years, you know, ever since I was there, when I was there, um, you know, it, it's probably one of our biggest, biggest weapons. Um, and then, get them to five five metres out, there's no stopping them. Um, or it's very hard to stop them. Um, if anything, it's going to be held up, five metres scrum, okay, we can now attack off a scrum. So d- discipline, I think, is going to be a massive, massive thing for Saracens. I've I, I read so much this week in terms of extra bit of boring size and whether it's about this Stuart Barnes saying stuff about, you know, as you are reading it through Twitter and whatever. Boring side, I mean, look at Flatters try at the weekend. That's not boring rugby, I think. With the Chiefs, they take their they take their shots when needed. So, uh, yeah, granted, they can score from five metres out or they've got the set piece to try and score five metres out. But when we want to turn on that flair, you can do. Look at the week before when, I think it was, uh, was it uh, Devoto's kick-through or Slade's kick-through for Devoto, whichever one it was. I mean, that's, that's good rugby. That's clever rugby. Um, and we're not usually, you know, um, renowned for kicks through in the backfield. So, we have got stuff up the sleeve. It's just... Probably we haven't, or extra Chiefs haven't um, got, got it out yet. Do you know what I mean?
0: Let's talk about um, the stuff that, that Stuart Barnes has said. You know, the fans sure. have obviously ripped into him on social media. And, you know, the stuff that's come back out is really interesting. You know, talking about drop goals and how Chiefs don't go for drop goals. And Austin Healy has actually written supporting the Chiefs, saying, you oh, know... My word um i think he, he quoted uh, clive woodward saying how many drop goals are we going to do now we've got johnny wilkinson in the team and uh, yeah. apparently the consensus was none because we back ourselves to go for the try and that's what they're saying that the chiefs do they don't go down that drop goal uh, route although we did see one this weekend which uh, is the only the third in the in the season i think for all sure. teams
1: yeah i think i think i think with it it's just like um, you, know, you, ha- you have those things in, our, in, in the armory again in the armory but it's like when you use them and there's there's uh, it's like what I think I, I read Rob's little thing and it's it is how how you create your path to the try line uh, you know um, discipline's a big one right if you're going to be indisciplined you're going to be ill-disciplined because at the end of the day we know uh, back back when sorry, I'm just going back to when I was playing we used to run from the own to our own 22 do you know what I mean you know I was in the era, era of let's run from our own 22 let's Let's not say not um, not not give a crap, but it's like, actually, if it's not the option to run, we can do it and we back ourselves. So the Chiefs will back themselves to play from their own try line without any doubt, whether it's a kicking game, whether it's a running game. Um, but when it comes down to, right, um, we're in that, what I, what I suppose a lot of teams would re- refer as a red zone. Some now maybe revert to the green zone, as in literally five minutes out. They are clinical. And that is the biggest way to describe the Chiefs over the last few years. Um is they're clinical. When you get to that area, they are going to score tries. Or, if um, they're not scoring tries and they've got the option to the penalty and maybe there's been um, a change in momentum and they need those points on the board, they'll go for the points and they've got kickers that can kick it over. So, it's kind of like they've got they've got so many um, bullets to fire, it's just which one they do. Um, whereas other teams, they haven't. They've only got, you know, one route and when they get to it, maybe they haven't got that driving line out. They've got to look at something else. They've got to look at open play. Well, Look at the Chiefs' defence. It's been amazing this whole season. It's been amazing the last few years. So how how are you going to stop that? Do you know what I mean? And I'm sure Saracens are figuring out ways how to do that. Whether it be you know reverting to the kicking game a lot more, whether it be um, hoisting that ball as high as they can and looking for the competes. Um, you know that's where our back three have got to be on on top of their metal this weekend.
0: Fourth consecutive uh, final, and obviously you were at the club for what? Was it 10 years? You were at the club? Uh, nine years. Yeah, nine nine years. years. So yeah when in those earlier days um was there always a uh, a belief and i know this has been talked about a lot but not for a while because it's it's been expected the boys are going to be there but it, was there a belief this would be the sort of club they'd become dominating at the top of the prem you know finishing top and uh rivaling saracens was there always a belief that would happen within the boys and and the originals that that we've heard so much about before
1: yeah I, th- I think so I mean I think that was a vision you ask anybody and, and and whether it's because it's media purposes or not but a lot of boys a lot of the originals will turn around and say well we saw the vision of the club and that's it and usually that's just like a, a mainstay what takes it to any sort of media to kind of oh yeah, I'm at the club, whatever. But it generally was um, even before when Rob took the helm, you know, when Peter drew bought or uh, myself, like to see, you know, Tommy Hayes in there still was, you know, we used that year as, as um, uh, uh, looking to, uh, looking to climb mountains and stuff. And uh, what is a, our vision? Uh, so it was there even before like Rob taking the reins. And then obviously, you know, things happen and Rob t- took on the reins, but that vision to, to be top of the tree has always been there. Um, and then and then for a lot of, the, of that team, you know, back to the originals, you know, there were guys there that hadn't, um, like myself, who hadn't proved themselves, hadn't proved themselves at Premiership level. As soon as you had the opportunity to win a championship game, we did that. Brilliant, perfect. Well, what was the next step? The next step was to play or to get your first taste of Premiership rugby. Well, you start doing that. Well, then what's next? You've got to look at what's next. Well, the next is, actually, I want to play in the Premiership for years to come. So next minute, you you're fighting then to play every Premiership game that's coming up because, You've got a desire and a hunger for it. Then recruitment-wise, you recruit players that are hungry, that see the vision the same as a club, that are good characters, which is Rob's done, Ali's done, um, all the coaches that have come in, they've done, even support staff, exactly that. Uh, You know, they're exactly people with the exact same vision, exact same sort of good characters. And then I think it was when we first got into that final and, you know, obviously we lost, Um, and then... Um, It took us the first couple of weeks to get through and Rob said we hadn't actually digested what happened that day with us losing. Once we digested it, it was like a new character. So everybody kind of pushed for the reset button. We're like, right, let's really give us a crack. Let's get into another final. The boys did that. Obviously, I was in the squad that, that did that. And then we ended up winning the Prem which is obviously amazing. Well, then what's next after winning the Prem? What it's about is being the next Saracen. Saracen's made the Premiership final year on year on year on year on year. Well, why can't the Chiefs do that? Now they're into the fourth consecutive final. This is what, you know, the vision is from Rob. So each year there's a different vision and it's not just let's get in the final and it's not just let's win the Prem. It's about consistency Um consistency. And you know, if you can consistently win the Premiership, if you can consistently win European trophies, as you can see Saracens do or have done, you then become you you then become this big entity in the rugby world, which is absolutely massive. Well, then who are you going to draw interest from? You're going to draw interest from obviously new supporters. You're going to get or draw interest from new players, and then that club just becomes you know, or, or, you know there, there is no plateau, is there? It's kind of like you might not, you might, you might not go up the hill, you know, at a thousand miles an hour. You might steadily go up there, but you're still climbing that mountain. Um, so, I guarantee, even back days of the county ground, I guarantee there's somebody like Tony Rahou. I mean, it's Tony Rose vision anyway. But you know, people are seeing that, and, and supporters are all buying into it. So that's what I find.
0: And let's talk about the fans because you know, it, it the, the, you know, I don't want to. I am gonna say we because I am a fan and I, yeah. I don't wanna sound arrogant like I'm trying to associate, but I am a fan and that's why I get involved in the club because I'm a fan, no Me other too. reason. I don't get paid <laughs> yeah, to get involved. Absolutely. You yeah. know, um the, the, the um you know, we love the club and sure. the tribe, you know, make it what's it like? I think what I'm trying to say is what's it like as a player and I've stood in the middle of the pitch when you run out and it's fairly immense, but I'm not a sure. player, as we know. Uh, never likely to be. So what what um what is it like? To run it with the tribe when it's fully sold out, supporting you.
1: It's it's a bit like so. um, I'm trying to describe it as when you see something on TV and um, it either either a film or a TV program or whatever, and where that you know you get get that emotional um, attachment to it. So in terms of it might be something, it might be something really really good or whatever, and you get those. Um, hairs on the back of your neck that stand up and then you get a bit of a kind of like almost like a teary moment in your in your in your eye type thing that kind of feeling that is exactly what it's like sort of like running out with 12,000 people uh, guaranteed a lot of those boys would have done that this weekend um, you know rocking up to you know a full sellout crowd well but actually the last couple of weeks because it's been full sellout crowd well then, you know, times up by I don't know how many because I, unfortunately I didn't manage to play in the final.
0: Seven and a bit <laughs> <laughs> again. Seven and a bit. What, seventy, yeah. eighty thousand people? Yeah, seventy
1: eight seventy, eighty thousand. I mean, I mean, times up by you know whatever. You know, I've been out, You know, uh, I've played against Clermont and um, teams like that where they've had thirty, forty thousand, and that was massive for me. But you know, again, double that, and you kind of look at, um, uh, at HQ headquarters and the big final. It's that double. So that's how it feels like. Um, uh and, and and most weeks will feel like that just because of the the characters that are the tribe that are the chiefs that it doesn't matter win lose or draw you have somebody come up to you and go well played or you know um great game or really enjoyed that or you know that kind of thing and there's just a massive appreciation for the rugby and the brand of rugby that the extra chiefs play i mean the biggest thing that i find I, you can hear with these big rugby critic just going back on the rugby critic thing but you don't hear any fans complaining and that's not just because we're winning because you could be winning rugby but playing boring but I've never heard one of our crowd go we play boring rugby but we're winning games it doesn't matter do you know what I mean they love it they love the way we play you know big characters like Two Tank Waldron when he was you know, scoring tries for five meters out—they loved it because he could play the Thomas of Tank engine over you know, the Tannoy
0: and then go beep beep. <laughs> well, talking so, of um, talking of big people uh, that you would ste- definitely step out of the way of. Oh, I've just hit the microphone with my Mac. Um, uh, Dave Ewers—you know—he's—he's um, <laughs> oh, come back into form, isn't he? And and the boy yeah. is uh, the boy's getting picked. He he's, uh was uh, was in at six last week. Probably going to be in at six again this week. Him and Dave Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Firstly, you don't want to go uh, drinking with them, and secondly, you don't want to be in their way.
1: <laughs> no, you don't want to get a fight with them either. Um, <laughs> uh, or if you do, you want them in your corner.
0: No um, intention I mean, of fighting with them.
1: Not at all. So with with Dave, well both Dave's actually. I think Dave's this last. Um, uh, especially this last year, but in most recent weeks, I think he's been he's been on the form of his life. To be fair, not saying he wasn't on form before, but I think you see a lot more. Um, uh, you know, you, you see him at the whether it's just, you know him being a second row. Maybe has it freed him off a bit. It shouldn't do. But maybe it has a little bit. Um, but you just see him with the ball in hand even more. You know, he's scoring a try a couple of weeks ago, which is great. Another great game at the weekend. So i think he's he 's bang on, and for dave do you know what i'm really 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 pleased with dave i'm quite close to dave dave you uh, um, uh, is he was a young i was going to say a young pup growing up, but he was still always bigger than me but um um he was he was he was a kid that I all sort of like um uh, you know you kind of uh, i looked up to because he was just he got on with his work he was a good character and, and he cracked on and do you know what i 'm really pleased with him because he's had so many niggles over the past couple of years that has either kept him out of big games or big finals um you know i remember showing the fundus up to him up with him a couple of years ago um or whatever and i just thought to myself what the hell is he doing here but you know they are they're just niggles and stuff and do you know what? he's got himself bang on form and he's an absolute you know uh, Maratogi versus debuters um i know maritoji don't get me wrong very good player i've got nothing against him at all. i think he's a great player great specimen Ewers is a specimen and a half and um I think, you know, on a big stage like that, you could see Dave having one, probably one of his best games.
0: So let's get back to, to lineup. Are, are we sure. going to go unchanged from last week? Are you going to say Kufpert's still in and Santi doesn't come in because you might say Cuffey would come out Jack would drop into to, what, 14? And... Yeah, yeah. Probably, go track, probably free Jack up on the wing again, yeah. Yeah, and um, Santi would drop in at 15. No disrespect yeah, I, to, I, to to Cuffey because he's obviously been going well. So, uh, you yeah, know, he's had not, an injury not season, so but I'm, so no, I'm not criticising him.
1: Agreed. And I, I, I can't see them changing huge amounts. I think if they're going to change anything, I think, you know, Santi will obviously come back in. Um, whether they give uh, Ollie would Burn a shot, I'm not sure um uh you know obviously you know again he's you know he's got for me he's got credit in the bank um but it's 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 a tough one so if anything it's going to be those those i I think that they're the only kind of changes they are going to make if they are if they're not not going to make any changes well i was going to say if if they're going to put those two in then i think they'll keep the same team that they went out with northampton because there wasn't there wasn't much on the walking wounded side as i as i saw people coming off the pitch so you know, what what's not broken, you, you know, why fix it? Do you know what I mean? So it's gonna be a tough one. But um, you know, I think whichever team you put out there, I think, you know, if we put those two changes or whatever, we are looking we're looking at we're gonna, you know, have a have a real decent chance of winning the game. Um uh, but if he doesn't if he doesn't make any changes at all, again, I still think with the form that the boys are on and those players that have actually stepped up to the mark, they're going to just be burning for that fight. You know, what an occasion, you know, a final, being in a charge of a final in your own destiny. Well, they'll go out there and smash it.
0: So let's let's talk about this fun bus. Um What happens yeah. on the fun bus?
1: Oh, nothing. Just uh, a couple of papers and... Uh, you know, um, you know, a quiet pipe and put your slippers on and, uh, yeah. yeah, watch the game. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So the fun bus no, is obviously be... the
0: non-playing players yeah, who... Non- um... Yeah,
1: non-playing players who, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll go up there sort of um, on the other bus and uh, whether they meet, meet meet up with the people or whatever. But, yeah, they're, you know, they're obviously allowed a few beers on the bus, whatever. Um, and then watch the game with the boys. And then once they've watched the game with the boys, they, um, you know, meet them afterwards or whatever. And then they're, they're back and then they'll probably have a night out in Exeter and then, you know, sort of celebrating Starport the day
0: after so um, i got introduced to um rugby club drinking at the weekend yes. and you were yeah. there and yeah. um i never played and i'm 34 and clearly haven't had a life because i had no idea what any of this was what what is, what are these rules matt oh, left hand like drinking the, yeah so left hand so buffalo
1: yeah so if you're caught right hand drinking it's a buffalo so you've got a um, you've got to basically see off whatever you've got left in your pint so you've got to do make sure you're left hand drinking then eg is kind of just tap in either somebody else or i think that comes from the uni i never went to um <laughs> university as per se I, I studied um not at a uni but i studied um sort of like a college um but uni course um so i never had those kind of fun nights out as uni club. but um yes apparently you've got to either tap yourself or tap somebody else just to each. so it's like um uh i don't don't know whatever you call it but anyway you you tap your glass on somebody or or somebody you or somebody and you put the glass back down if you're caught putting your glass down without tapping on anybody or tapping yourself then you've basically got to see off the next pint so (laughs) yeah there's um yeah if if you're not up with the rules and then um i think there's a cricket rule which you've got which is how's that so basically if you don't say not out when you accept a pint you've got a um they will shout how's that and then you've got the next pint And there's
0: pinky stuff as well, the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, so if you've got to keep your pinky underneath the... So if you haven't got your pinky
0: underneath the glass... You could get barcoded. Yeah, basically, yeah. Kai's been showing me. He's been telling me. He doesn't (laughs) want me to get stitched up again. He's a nice man. Yeah.
1: But, you know, they're good fun. They they put put it this way. On night's out, they keep you on your toes anyway, so... uh... You'll come accustomed to it, I'm sure, Mark.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, or maybe I don't want to. You,
1: you will do if the boys were in this weekend. Put it that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So. Um... <laughs> Oh, I was going to tell you the Neil Clark story. I played touch the other day with him and Chris Bentley okay. and um, and Chris Whitehead. And he shouted switch to me. And I didn't know what that meant because I'd never played. And people would listen to this being a rugby fan thinking, how can he not know what that is? And anyway, I didn't <laughs> switch. Light, switch, Mark? I, I didn't switch. And now I've been called Lampshade because Neil went mental. <laughs> he was not uh, happy. Oh it's like, how do you not know what that means, you stupid man? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, did you um what boots were you wearing that day? Oh, oh so um Matt Jess's boots. Yeah,
1: I thought so. Yeah, they um, did. They didn't, they? Right? Right? They, <laughs> they didn't help me go very fast.
0: They got what? They didn't help me go very fast because their real did owner goes oh. really fast. Um
1: They're pretty quick boots, Mark. So I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you.
0: Maybe you need speed coaching. I can do that for you. So speed coaching?
1: you going to sell me some coaching? Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I don't need any coaching. I had some coaching with Stino on how to kick a ball, and that didn't go very well.
1: Oh right, okay. Not because it's of him. All about practice, mate. It's all about practice.
0: Not because of him. Um, okay, so I don't know if we should do um, do this. When, you, when we do corporate, we we do score prediction, but that all feels really oh, safe, and that feels all right when we when we're doing that on corporate. Yeah. yeah. Do we go down this route, Jesse? Uh, oh! You know, Saracens know. have won two out no, yeah, two two out of two finals against us. So this is the third, sure. our fourth yeah. in four years. You know, well, are what's... we going to go
1: third I'm lucky <sighs> against Saracens? I mean,
0: well, you uh, are you. Do, 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 so you're saying obviously we're saying Chiefs win because
1: oh, yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. Um, <sighs> shall we get let's get score predictions? Why not? I mean. Yeah, let's go score prediction. Well, I'll go for score prediction. Do we have that?
0: Yeah, you do it, because you're the pro. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, okay. So, um, I'm going to go three... uh, I was going to talk about tries. I'm not going to. I'm just going to go out there and just go for a straight, because I don't care how they get those points. They've just got to get those points. So, I'm going to go 24-12 to the Chiefs.
0: So, you think... um that's going to be a big performance. Is that going to be a big performance in the first half or is it going to be a typical think... Chiefs 55 minutes plus kind of cranking the pressure? Mm,
1: I think it's going to be 55 minutes cranking the pressure. I think um, it's going to be a very uh, um, a very even start. I think um, both teams are going to come out the blocks um, and I think there's going to be a lot of, um, yeah, a bit, bit of stalemate, maybe a bit of sort of what how. Working each other out, and then after the twenty-minute mark, I think that's where it's going to kick off. And then um, after the fifty-five-minute mark, that's where we're going to push away with. Um, and I think it's going to be down to due to ill-discipline. I'm going to go with them being ill-disciplined and us uh, getting their panned. Yeah, go that,
0: Jesse. Uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you on this unedited podcast. I'm not going to Absolutely. edit any of this. It was seamless because uh, awesome. uh, you're an expert. Um, good, uh, good luck with Southwest Beach Rugby. And yeah, um, that, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I've been roped no, into to MCing day two in the Absolutely, sun. Absolutely. Yeah, it's and going to be great. I, there'll be no and we, drinking games, I tell No, you. there will be. No, be, no, be it because
1: won't. as, as there won't. As soon as that junior tournament's finished on the 30th, we can have a couple of beers.
0: No, I'm not drinking with you again. <laughs> Good man. Jesse, th- lovely to speak to you. And you, pal. Take care.